0: Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we have the olive oil hunter himself, TJ Robinson.
1: from around olive oil like I talked to 95 year old Italian grandmothers every year that guess what they do the only cooking oil that they use in their kitchen is olive oil and did I mention they were 95 and very healthy and happy and living you know very productive, you know, fulfilled lives. I mean, they use olive oil for their frying. They use olive oil for sauteing, for grilling, for everything.
0: What is up, Keto Camper? Excited to share this conversation with you. It was a fun one with the olive oil expert himself, the one and only olive oil hunter, TJ Robinson, who is the founder of Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. You hear me talk all about it. And on this episode, you're gonna learn why olive oil is actually the most beneficial oil you can have on your keto diet. And I've been saying that for a while, and TJ will prove exactly my point. We do a live olive oil tasting on this episode so you can learn how to taste test your olive oil, why we want it to burn the throat, make the tongue fuzzy, and we want to make sure we're getting an olive oil that's loaded in polyphenols and antioxidants. We're going to discuss the difference between artisan-produced extra virgin olive oil versus the mass-produced olive oil you're going to find at your grocery store why olive fruit ripeness and harvest time plays such a crucial role in the quality of your olive oil. We're gonna share some cooking tips for you and why smoke point is not really relevant and something else called polar compounds are more important to look at when it comes to cooking oils. We're gonna share some tips on how to get your taste buds to be educated in a sense and I get educated on how to use my taste buds when we do our taste test, and then how to keep your olive oil, how to store it to make sure it stays fresher, longer, and so much more. This is a fun conversation. You're really going to enjoy it. And before we even get into it, I want to thank you and acknowledge you for choosing the Keto Camp podcast out of all the podcasts out there. You're on this one right now, and I'm so grateful for that. If you're new to the Keto Camp podcast, our mission here at Keto Camp is to educate and inspire 1 billion people on planet Earth. We talk all about the ketogenic lifestyle, fasting, and all of these ancient healing strategies that have been around since humans have been around. And if we implement them strategically, the body will heal, will burn fat, will look good, will live a long, healthy life. And that's what the message is here at Keto Camp. If you haven't left the Keto Camp podcast a rating and review, please pause this real quick and do so on Apple Podcast or Stitcher or wherever you're listening on. It really makes a big difference for the show. And I want to thank you in advance for doing that. Also, take a screenshot of this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast and post it on your Instagram. Shoot me a tag when you post it. My Instagram handle is at TheBenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'll be sure to see that tag and upload it to my story. And we'll get some other Keto Campers following you back. Let's keep spreading this message on Root Cause Health. And before I bring TJ on... I want to let you know, I just worked out an amazing deal for you Keto campers to get a $39 bottle of their fresh pressed olive oil for one buck. That's right. If you head over to www.getfresh37, you'll get this $39 bottle of, in my opinion, the world's healthiest, most potent olive oil and tastiest olive oil in the world. And you could get that for $1 over at GetFresh37.com. I want to make sure you got that link before we got into this episode. Okay, let's chat all about olive oil. TJ Robinson, the olive oil hunter and founder of the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. TJ Robinson is one of the world's most respected authorities on all matters olive oil. Known for his platinum palate, he is one of the few Americans invited to serve as a judge in prestigious Italian olive oil tasting competitions. He is dedicated to importing rare, fresh-pressed olive oil, the most flavorful and most healthful extra virgin olive oil on the planet, until now virtually impossible to obtain year-round in the U.S. All his oils are independently lab-tested and certified for 100% purity. TJ Robinson, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. Hi. It's so good to be with you, man. I've been using your amazing olive oil for over a year now, and I can't <laughs> wait to talk about the olive oil. We're going to do some taste testing. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff. But I want to know, before we get into all that, how did you get involved with this? Like, what? <sighs> how did you become the, a professional olive oil hunter and, and taster?
1: Yes, yes. No, it's not one of those. uh, You don't really see that in, in a guide when you're looking through career books. It's like, how did I fall into this? But no, I actually, I was a chef before and I loved cooking. You know, I love serving and helping people and and introducing them to amazing new foods and flavors. Uh, So this really kind of fit in perfectly with that. I lived and worked in New York City for about eight years and worked in Manhattan for the Food Network and a wine writer. So I uh, had a lot of experience with food and cooking and using my taste buds to guide me. So, yeah, along the way, I was visiting Sicily and uh, I had an opportunity to to Join a harvest party with a Sicilian family. I'd never had fresh oil before, and it was a, an epiphany. The moment I tasted it, my life would never be the same. Like, I knew, like, this is my mission. This is like, my thing. Like, I got to tell the world about this. And that was back in about 2004, 2000. Yeah, 2004. Wow. So uh, I've been on this uh, train a really long time, but it, it definitely plays my strengths. Uh, I'm a big relationship guy and, and also great taster. So anyway, I, I can't wait to elaborate more on that.
0: Yeah, that you're right. It's not something that uh, it's taught in schools, you know, how to be a professional <laughs> olive oil taster. <laughs> And so what was it about that that harvest that or, or that moment that you said oh, I want to know all about this and I want to get it out to the world like what was it that that sparked that
1: yeah, I mean, basically in the US, and uh, in, in those days, it was even more tough than it is today to find a quality olive oil. You know, I, I'm a southern boy. I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina, and I, I didn't grow up around olive trees. And in the US, we, even back in those days, we were only producing maybe 2 3% of our consumption. Now we're up to closer to 7% of our US consumption being produced in the US, most is imported. So it wasn't like I knew how to evaluate quality olive oil even as a professional chef I really didn't have a context a bar that was set but that night in Sicily when I tried the fresh oil at the mill it was just you know game over like I, I, I was like this is a product that could really change the world and could really change people's diet and health if you use olive oil as a the backbone of your healthy cooking just really due to polyphenols not only the fat profile and we'll, we'll get into all that but anyway, it's, uh, it's, it just was, was very exciting. Like, it gave me a complete new paradigm to evaluate olive oil, and I never tasted anything. So I knew my friends back in the U.S., uh, my culinary friends, etc., would just love this. So I, I talked to the Sicilian guys, and I was like, hey, do you think I can – organize a a shipment and and send it direct to the US by jet. And they're like, sure, why not? You know, in a classic Sicilian way, um, like we could do that. And so anyway, they were excited and and I shared it with my friends and they were like freaking out over it. And, and, you know, long story short, I developed a club uh, because I realized that not only could I get fresh oil from the Northern hemisphere, but I could also source fresh oil from the southern hemisphere, so I kind of, uh, you know, just made it my life's mission and and shared it with my friends because they kept freaking out when they would run out, as I'm sure you've you've been running low now and then too, and and it's just like, oh gosh, I got to conserve this. So yeah, yeah. I kind of uh, just yeah yeah, it became my thing.
0: Yeah, I love it. I, I'm a part of the club. Obviously, I talk about it all the time on my on my podcast right. and in my videos. And like you said, once I tried your harvest, or not yes. your harvest, but where you get the harvest from, yes, I was like, whoa, this is like something I've never tried before. It, it was Literally. making my throat burn, cough, <laughs> yes. coughing sometimes. And I thought, I've never tried olive oil like this. And it was an epiphany to me as well. And I said, I got to be a part of this club. I want to get these delivered to me. So every month I get, or every month or so, I get about three bottles delivered to me. And I love what you're doing because I talk a lot about the importance of the right types of fats to heal the body. I mean, the body is made up of fat. The cell membrane loves Mm -hmm. fat, but not all fats are created equal. So I'd love for you to talk about, like what's the difference between this artisan produced extra virgin olive oil, this amazing olive oil that you have and the mass produced olive oil out there? Yes. So
1: there's a couple things. One is related to care. I mean if you look at a at a bulk oil that's on the shelf, that would be a lot of times made up of oils from different countries. So if you look at the label on the back of the bottle, it may have five, six countries or initials of different countries where that oil has been produced. So there's very little care. The oils that I procure, I I work with small family farmers. Most of them don't have access to the U.S. market. Most of them use this oil. It's a celebrated oil. It's the best of their crop. So it's a a highly curated uh, collection. I curate a trio every quarter, and I follow the global harvest. And when I do that, I, so for example, landed in Italy tasted about a hundred oils from, from farmers that I knew had potential for the club. I narrowed that down and then I started my visits. I have scouts on the ground that are working ahead of me, You know, looking at the fruit on the trees, what's going on in the microclimates. And there I start to say, okay, this is great from central Italy, this is a great Sicilian oil. This guy has potential. Let's go visit him. And then, you know, I talk to the farmer, I look at the fruit, we make some test batches, and it becomes like, a project, you know, basically, but it's under pressure uh, because the goal is to get the oil on a plane within about a week. So the And it flies direct to JFK and then is sent to my club members. Uh, so I have about 15,000 private club members on, all over the U.S. Uh, I'm basically an olive oil sommelier meets olive oil concierge. So I get people access to the really great stuff, but then I get it to their door. So I kind of cut out the whole, the, the, the middleman, uh, because that's where it things tend to happen uh, where it goes on a cargo boat. It's blended with lots of oils from lots of different farms. It's shipped here and stored in a warehouse for months or years. The problems go on and on. It sits in clear bottles, which are bad. It, light gets to the oil, heat gets to the oil, and time, which all destroy olive oil. So anyway, there's um, I've kind of when you look at bulk olive oil, it's really a different product. It's a different yield uh, from the actual fruit and the flavor and health qualities cannot be compared. They're they're totally different products.
0: I love how much effort you put into this. I mean, you take this serious. It's obvious that you put a lot, this is your life's work right now. And uh, I love it because it, it helps. It really just serves your credentials and what you're doing. And you don't take this lightly. and you could tell the difference i mean if somebody tries your oils and tries even the most expensive one they'll find at their grocery store it that's does right. not com- it's not compare so uh, my next question for you is how does the olive fruit ripeness and harvest play into this like what i know you have what four different regions that you get yes. it yes
1: yes that's right so each how does that work? I- Yes, each year I go to Italy and Italy, there are about 550 olive varieties. And there, that's like an artist as a culinarian and chef who loves to make sauces. Different olive varieties have different flavor components. So what I do, I can uh, play around with different farms that have, so they're, they're single estate oils. All my oils are single estate oils. And on the farm, the way they plant the trees is By, They don't plant them so that they all ripen on the same day because it's really difficult to harvest your whole farm in a day. So what they do, they stagger a few varieties. Um, So for me, what I do is I play with the different varieties and create olive oil blends specific for my club. And as far as the ripeness of the fruit, that makes a huge difference in the polyphenol level and also the flavor profile. So how the fruit ripens, it goes from very green to black. And as the fruit goes from green to black, more oil is inside the fruit. So if a farmer is producing oil for bulk oil or a low flavor profile, a very buttery oil, we could say, a farmer would leave the fruit on the tree for an extra, let's say, month two months. Uh, What happens to the fruit during that time, it goes from about 10% oil inside the fruit when it's super green to about 30% if it's harvested, say, a couple months later after it's really black. Now, the health-promoting qualities of an olive oil are really found in the polyphenols And they're the greatest when it's super green and super unripe. So the Tuscans, and one reason Tuscany uh, got this image of having like the best olive oil is because there's a history of picking the... Or the olives to make oil very green. Part of that is because they're in northern, really northern Italy, not northern, but more central Italy where it's cooler. So they need to pick the fruit before the frost comes in and it gets cold. It also is a quality marker. So by harvesting your fruit when it's super green, your costs are a lot more because if you just let the same fruit hang on the tree another month or so, you're going to get a lot more oil. And if you're selling it by the leader to, you know, to any kind of uh, exporter, you would, uh, you know, make a lot more money. So essentially, there are crazy people like me who come along and say, hey, I want the greenest, freshest, high polyphenol, antioxidant rich oil I can get. I will pay you double what the, you know bulk." producers are paying because I want you to pick it and produce the oil at a very low temperature at really early harvest when there's a, just a little bit of oil inside the fruit. And and that's one way uh, in which we secure the oil to have maximum amount of aroma and flavor.
0: That's super fascinating. I didn't yeah. know about that. And uh, now it, financially, it's not a smart move, but health-wise, it's brilliant. And I love that you choose health over profit that's so respectable. Yes. And that, that's why I love you guys so yes. much. And thank I didn't even know you, about that, that process right there. Now I love you guys even more. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, that, thank so you. that's a, t- a 10% to 30%. That's a 20% differential right there. Yes, yes, yes. No, it,
1: it's when again, when it comes back to care and relationships, I mean, on the extreme side of it, you've got the guy who produced this oil, Claudio. He's one of the best uh, millers in Italy, very boutique farm, family farm. He gets about nine to 12 percent yield on his fruit where let's say two three months from now even as late as say march and april they'll be harvesting uh in spain they d- instead of lovingly picking the fruit by hand they would let it drop to the ground they vacuum it up and they send it through the press that way so there's like it's very they're very uh much extremes in in olive oil so there's something for everyone which is kind of nice like even if the best you can afford is let's say a nice oil from California. That's like one thing. Uh, But if you can get your hands on single estate, highly curated oil, that is the way to go because it becomes central to your cooking and your flavor profile of
0: your food. So you have four different regions across the globe that you uh, get these oils from. Why four different regions and what's that process like? Excellent. So,
1: yeah, every quarter I travel. I kind of designed the club because I like to travel. So, it was like, you know, it's, a, it's my brainchild and, and really was to fit my palette and what I like. The club is guided, you know, by my palette and I love fresh oil. So, every year I, I was in Italy uh, about a month and a half ago. Um, My club members are just receiving that. I think you got yours today. Uh, I'll be in Spain in in spring uh, for the March shipment. And after that, we go to the Southern Hemisphere, which is like right now in the U.S. where we're getting our blueberries from and our cherries. Uh, You know, it's the opposite season of the Mediterranean. So in Chile and Argentina, I will be there in May. And then after that, I move on to Australia who also has fantastic olive oil. So those are the four major regions that I'm traveling to. South Africa could be an option this year. So I'm getting emails from my friends that are producers there. And yeah, I've, I've really just been working on relationships with producers around the world for over a decade and getting, getting their best stuff.
0: That's so cool. I love how you designed that around what you would love to do, which is traveling. And uh, you're obviously good at what you do. You know how to pick the right choices of olives and olive oil. That's so awesome. I love how much effort and time you guys put into your products. You could tell how proud you are. And something else I've noticed is whenever I get my shipments, it comes with a a pressing report. And you guys... (laughs) This is a detailed report. Yeah. It's very detailed. It's very old school. Like you can
1: actually touch it. Like barely anyone does that anymore, right? It's like everything's so digital. But yeah, this is kind of old school, you know, pressing report. Here's like an image. This is a fun image.
0: Uh, yeah. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you could see it. If you're listening to it, you got to gotta head over to YouTube. But yeah, there's an image. It's a pressing report. That's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, and it's and very it, detailed.
1: It, it's like, it's me hanging out with all the producers. So you really meet them. You get the backstory. You, you learn about the challenges of the season, why I selected the oils I did. It just gives you an insight really on what you're eating, what you're consuming, and the Care that went into producing, you know, these oils.
0: I love it. I love it. You take pride in it and rightfully so. You put a lot of that <laughs> energy and effort and money and just everything. It's really, really cool. So you said you might be off to South Africa. And... Australia as well. That's in your your, calendar.
1: Yep. That'll be on the calendar for July. So I always land, I find the best fruit. I always do a massive tasting. I narrow it down and I'm like, this farm has potential this year. This guy's got amazing fruit because olives are a fruit. Olive oil itself does not age. It's unlike wine. It gets associated with wine a lot because it kind of grows in the same region makes my life really tough. But olive oil does not age like wine. It's, it's the best the moment it's pressed. And the pressing report, not only it tells the story of the country and why I'm in the country, but it goes into the producers and introducing them. I go through tasting notes, which we'll taste some oil here on the podcast. Explain how the uh, quality markers in olive oil, so you can you can know what to look for when you're buying oil, and maybe try to make Ben uh, cough <laughs> on air. Yeah. We can try that. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to try uh, it. I'm with with like the yes. olive oil, um, but yes and then there's also usually a little health study I I usually will find there's always olive oil related news whether it's olive oil is fantastic for satiety Uh, it's one of the best foods that keep you satisfied the longest and I know that plays into fasting and all the things you're about so I I don't know if you've done any testing yourself like trying different fats and which ones really deeply satisfy you to the core and keep you full longer but that's one of the things that fresh olive oil has been found to do. So we're we're super excited about that. So I usually have a health study in there, and then I have a huge batch of recipes. So I normally give people you know ways to use the oil and you know work it into their their cuisine and their life.
0: Yeah, I love that, and I want to get into uh, some tips on how to use that olive oil for cooking because. It gets a bad rap, which is I disagree with some of the information people have out there on you should yes. never cook with olive oil. We'll talk about that, but I just want to close you. that loop. You said you. when you said about fasting, so I actually recommend because personally, I'm fasted right now and I even worked awesome. out today. Wow, and I awesome. To try this, but sometimes when I'm fasted, my hunger hormone ghrelin is just make doing its thing, and I'm I'm like I want to c- continue fasting. So I'll yes. grab. Uh, a shot of this and it'll Fantastic. put my hunger at bay and I'll just keep going. So I recommend that to my clients, the Keto Camp Academy members to take a Love shot it. of this Love as a it. crutch because it's not going to raise insulin and you can continue fasting and getting the benefit. So absolutely, right. I have And it tastes that.
1: so good that you can drink it out of a shot glass. Like my gosh, most yes. olive oil, you could not do that with or I, I would probably choke, but I would be like, <laughs> oh, it's awful, but yeah, it's that tasty. So, you know, major media is is finally picking up on some of these things. I I grabbed a couple quotes recently from great sources that I'm I'm very happy uh, to see is getting the word out. Uh, Wall Street Journal said, this is November 28th this year, don't sleep on this game-changing ingredient. When it comes to olive oil, the younger, the better. Vibrant, flavorful, Oleo Nuovo, is a pantry pick-me-up that you should purchase pronto I'm like, yeah, I love it. I love it. Like people are finally like, we don't celebrate fresh oil. That's not like part of, you know, everybody, well, not everybody, but in the wine world, we celebrate like Beaujolais Nouveau, that sort of thing. But really olive oil is like the thing you really want to cherish fresh because it just starts to decline immediately. So that was in Wall Street Journal. And then about two months ago, the New York Times said, the world of olive oil is murky. Here's help for the home cook. Don't try to parse every every word on the label. The keys to good flavor are seeking out the freshest oil and using it generously. Olive oil should be poured lavishly and used up quickly. Experts say that freshness more than color or price or place of origin determines its quality. I mean, New York Times, uh, that just like, Hey, it's working after all these years.
0: <laughs> Music to your ears, right there. Music to They're my finally ears, getting sure. the message. Yeah, I personally believe olive oil is the best cooking oil. I, I use it to cook all the time. So let's talk about that. What are some some tips and some let's debunk some myths when it comes to people who say, "Oh, it has a low smoke point. You should not cook with olive oil." What do you, What would you say to that?
1: Yeah, I don't know where these myths came from around olive oil. Like I talk to ninety five year old Italian grandmothers every year that. Guess what they do? The only cooking oil that they use in their kitchen is olive oil. And did I mention they were 95 and very healthy and happy and living, you know, very productive, you know, fulfilled lives. I mean, they use olive oil for their frying. They use olive oil for sauteing, for grilling, for everything. It's actually very stable. And I can send you some research studies on this uh, point that I'd love for you to share with your audience to help us kind of get that myth busting out there, help to kind of bust this myth. But one thing that is important is uh, the antioxidants and the polyphenols in fresh, oil and high polyphenol oil whether it's in the or at the frying pan or anywhere else it actually protects the oil so when you're cooking with the oil I mean like I fry my eggs at like medium in the morning usually um, or if I'm fasting more at lunchtime I like eggs Uh, so I'll fry my eggs at lunch and put them over an avocado but the Oil itself that I use to fry the eggs in in the pan actually has a really green, fresh, really nice taste. Like I can tell, my taste buds tell me that it's not breaking down. And the reason why is because the antioxidants and the polyphenols in the oil. I mean, one of the tips is I normally heat my pan First, I I turn my burner on. I put the pan on the on the burner, and I heat my pan up. And then, at the very last minute, I add my oil, and then I add my eggs. For example, I don't let the oil sit there and just like burn uh, is is maybe a
0: word. That's a good tip, actually. I like that. Yeah,
1: heat 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 your pan first, and then add the oil. Then add your food immediately. But yes, you can absolutely cook with olive oil. You can use it in any which way you like, and it is very healthy, very stable. And and when they look at the Mediterranean diet, specifically people that are living in the Mediterranean, their some of their uh, choices of oils have have really changed. Like uh, up until twenty years ago, there were not a lot of seed oils in their stores, and so even the people in the Mediterranean aren't. Exactly adhering to the Mediterranean diet, uh, right. you know. Uh, so it's it's definitely and and people think of like Mediterranean diet, they think of like Italy and pasta and all those sort of things. But as you know, the Mediterranean it could be Moroccan, it could be Israeli, it could be. You know uh, Spanish it could be Spain it could be Italian so there's there's a great mix of cultures so there are a lot of like Mediterranean keto style options out there and it could be kind of like combining the best of two amazing diets
0: Yeah, and please send those studies over. I'll put it in the notes. Everything we talk about will be in the notes. We have a professional notes person, Rachel, who puts it all together. Yay! Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to Rachel. She's gonna like that, by the way. She'll she'll love that shout out. I, I made a video earlier this year on what is the healthiest keto cooking oil, and I was doing some research for this because. Up until me doing research for this, it was not olive oil, by the way. It was um, avocado oil, was my favorite. Oh, okay. Okay. Which I still think it's fine. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. But then
0: then I came across this study, which was a comprehensive study uh, from Australia, which showed that smoke point doesn't really matter. It's something called polar compounds that are produced after they're heated, which is really what's important. And like you just said, The polyphenols and antioxidants in olive oil, real fresh pressed olive oil, it's so rich in that that even if it's heated and it smokes, it's being protected because it's so loaded in those polyphenols. So olive oil produced the least amount of these toxic polar compounds and that changed my mind. And ever since then, I started recommending it and I was cooking more and more with it. So there's a lot of myths out there and uh, you're doing a good job of getting the information out. Thank you.
1: Actually, that's the study I was going to send to you. That, oh, perfect. Uh, a, a friend of mine, Leandro Ravetti, he teaches a master milling class at UC Davis, which is where I learned how to taste olive oil when I wanted to up my credentials back in about 2004. went back there and learned how to taste olive oil and how to evaluate it. And Leandro teaches a master milling class, but he also is part of a major lab and olive oil producer in Australia called Modern Olives. And they, Leandro and his team, did a wonderful study which which you're just talking about that you know and their science is is like right spot on you know like I, I know it's not like tainted by funds you know like I know some studies I'm like yeah but no this is they, these guys are the real deal and um yeah so anyway I'm glad glad. I love it we're that. on the
0: same page there for sure yeah, so I'll, put, the, I'll put that in the notes I'll put my video right. in there as well because I do awesome. mention, I do mention love you guys it. in that video too oh cool uh, I want to taste this. Stuff. Let's, show me, show sure, me the winner. How do we taste as sure. oh well,
1: so, I mean, the number one thing you can do is educate your palate as a consumer, right? So you know what to look for. Because we've talked about polyphenols and freshness and flavors and aromas and all that stuff. But I want to teach you as a professional taster what I look for. And really, as a professional taster, I would typically taste in blue cups. And why would I taste in a blue cup? Well, I would do that because... Olive oil color is not an indicator of quality. So what they've learned, uh, the, these bulk bottlers, is they can actually put chlorophyll in the oil and mm. put it in a clear bottle, and many times consumers will buy it. Not here. This is, this is really – most of these are quite green uh, in color, which, which we'll see in, in, the, in the white cups that I'm using. But, you know, not that that's a huge indicator, but it does tell you many times that the, the fruit was picked really green because there's just more chlorophyll. You wouldn't get any chlorophyll in a really black olive. You would, you would never see green. So you have the Noan in front of you. So I have a small solo cup. I think it's around a three ounce white little solo cup. It's plastic. I'm going to put Oh, it smells in the so bottom good. of my, yeah, I, I just opened mine. I haven't tasted it in a couple of days, so I'm excited to try it. So I probably have about a tablespoon in my cup, um, maybe a little bit more. And Me too. So my, oh, yeah, smells like a garden. So what I do, uh, the reason I have, we use like a glass, a small glass, blue glass cup, or like this, I actually like tasting in, in a plastic cup, is because I can swirl the oil and put my hand underneath. So when I put it in the palm of my hand, when I place the cup in the palm of my hand, it actually warms the oil. It releases the aromas of the oil. So Mm. the first step, we don't taste the oil first. The first evaluation is on the nose. Because when an oil is certified as extra virgin, it should meet two quality markers. One is you go in front of a tasting panel, a professional tasting panel that evaluates the oil to look for defects. Those are things that happen in the picking or the processing or the storage. That's one step. So the nose in the panel, very important. And then two is the chemistry panel. Uh, and that looks at the quality of the fruit when the oil was made and that sort of thing. So what we're looking for, what we're looking to do, we're, we're looking to warm up the oil in our palm inside the cup. And then we're going to just take a whiff. Hmm. First thing you'll notice is it's like being in a vegetable garden. It's like you've picked kale and you smelled your hands or it's fresh rosemary or cut grass. Like it's really green apple. It's like a garden bouquet. You don't really even, I mean, yeah, you you can strong. stick your nose in the glass, but this is so leaping out. Like I yeah. can you know, I have sensory analysis, you know, like a top of mind all the time for olive oil, but... This is really beautiful. In the pressing report on the nose, I give people tasting notes for each oil. So uh, for noAN, which is the mild oil, there's always a mild, a medium, and a bold in every trio. Let's see what I said about this oil.
0: I would guess that it's close to being a bold. Uh, no, no,
1: no, no, no. no. Uh, golden green in color, very aromatic and elegant in the glass. We noted aromas of cut grass, artichoke, basil, mint, pea shoots, celery, baby spinach, tomato leaves, Belgian endive. Chopped parsley and white pepper. Now, you know me and my tasters. When there's a group of people sitting around the table and we're, you know, trying to evaluate an oil, we get quite prolific. So I've actually, even though those seemed really long, I had to chop them up because we're all like shouting out, like, "No, it's white pepper. It's you know, (laughs) like fresh cut grass. It's rosemary, and it's really nice. It evolves in the cup." So step one is smell the oil and evaluate. You look for fruitiness. All right. Step two is we take about a teaspoon of this oil and we place it on our palate and we kinda chew the oil. So about I'd say yeah, a teaspoon sounds good. I actually draw a little air through, but I don't you don't have to do that. You might choke <laughs> on polyphenols, but wow. That's just beautiful. So I'm looking for two things, right? One, I'm looking for bitterness. Your olive oil should be bitter. That tells you it's from very green fruit. So A, look for bitterness. Two, look for a little spiciness. It'll be a pinch in the throat. I feel it right now. Yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah, definitely will. Tuscans will say, is that a one cough oil, a two cough oil, or a three cough oil? I'd probably consider this like a one cough oil. Like it's definitely, you know, I feel the tingle in my throat. I feel the polyphenols dancing on my tongue. So definitely look for fruitiness, look for grassiness. Peppers. Those are the three major points. And then the last thing you want to look for is harmony. This should be those three elements of that green fruity aromas and flavors and bitterness and spiciness should all kind of fit together to be like a sauce that mother nature made for you, because really that's what it is. It's really a sauce. So this oil is a hundred percent single varietal oil. So it's from a particular fruit uh, called Amphisa. And I put that on the label. This Amphisa grows in the Pilion region in Greece. It's a beautiful variety. In fact, it's usually made uh, into table fruit because it's a table olives because it's super beautiful, large, beautiful green fruit. They look like little Granny Smith apples. They're, wow. they're just beautiful. They got the like specks on the outside. Um, and so they make a lot of table fruit out of this oil or out of this olive. Um, and the other reason they don't traditionally make oil out of this fruit is because it's very low yield. It gets about 10 to 12% of oil. So it's not like a great candidate for making olive oil right. if you want to make money. Right. <laughs> so if you, it's you Not know, a profit so, maker. Nah, no, not a profit maker. But the, an Austrian family bought some property in Greece and they basically formed a co-op in this area and they had the, these olive trees on their property. They didn't know what to do with the fruit. They visited a local mill and they said, well, there is one miller that has, you know, good equipment and cares like go see Yorgo." So they went to see Yorgo, And then, you know, after about 10, 12 years, this is the product that they have. And they work with about 25 different farmers and they source the fruit in a very like Germanic Austrian way. Like they're very on top of the details and they produce this wonderful oil that's just sold in, in Austria and Germany, I believe, and maybe Switzerland. And of course, only for the club in the U S. So I've been friends with this, this co-op for many years and I have access to their best fruit, uh, and, you know, fly it in by jet and get it directly to the members. And, I think of olive oil as kind of like fresh oil is kind of like fresh herbs. So if you're used to store-bought bulk oil, that's more like dried herbs or old dried herbs. And fresh pressed oil, especially these single varietal amazing, you know, flown in from jet, you know, hand curated, they're like fresh herbs. So they're robust. Like it, you know, if you're used to dried rosemary, and you've never tasted fresh or dried basil, and then you go to fresh, that's kind of the difference and and a good way for listeners to kind of wrap their their minds around olive oil. It's not just a lubricant in your dish, fresh oil becomes a flavor component in the dish. And, And I'm sure you found that like, what are your favorite ways to use the oil? I've been dying to know like, like, you know, what, what do you like to use the oil?
0: Well, several ways. I, I, like I said, when I'm fasting and I get those hunger pangs, I'll take a shot of it. I'll use it for my eggs as well. I'll use it for to cook a steak in. I'll use it for definitely salad dressings and dips. I'll, yes. I'll use it for that. I mean, I'll just freaking just put it all over my plate. <laughs> like, oh, You know what? A, another favorite way of mine is um, I like sauteing root vegetables and some, yes. some of this olive oil and yes. some sea salt and just mixing it in there. Yes. I mean, for anything, anything that I cook with, I'm using this olive oil because I know it's so protective with the polyphenol content. And I have a question for you is sure. you mentioned the freshness is important. Uh, time is what is the enemy of this olive oil, which is That's so precious. Right. So what are some tips you can share for the listeners and the viewers to make this last a little bit longer in their household?
1: Sure. So one of the things I like to do is use this as a finishing oil, like using it, at, like we're both drinking our oil. Isn't that beautiful? Like it's <laughs> a cocktail because it's kind of what, it, what it's like, right? So yes, as far as like, like use it as a sauce. So for example, roast your root vegetables in, let's say a lower quality you know, oil, like a, you know, a store-bought olive oil. And then when they, when they come out of the oven, actually dress them before you put them on the plate you know that like with fresh oil so just kind of like use it in the way you would use fresh herbs Uh, think of it that way and as far as like you know it's really hard when you start to run low on fresh oil and you have to wait for the next harvest like you start to think like oh like if you have guests over which we do a lot we're like hmm You know, we have a pretty endless supply, but I hear from my club members. They're like, is this person going to appreciate this oil? Like, it's kind of like when you when you have a nice bottle of wine, like, you know, is this is this product really going to elevate the dish or elevate the meal? So, you know, definitely, you know, olive oil can be the backbone of, of your of your cooking for sure.
0: I use it for everything. I I love what you guys are doing. I mean, my throat's burning right now. And I just had it like, I I still (laughs) feel it. I almost had to hold back the coughing. I know you wanted me to cough, but uh, it's so good. I I love what you guys are doing. And and we actually, I've been using your product for over a year now. And I talk about it all the time, my videos, my products, um, and all of my clients use this. They have switched over. The thing about, and I'll come from my point of view, why I love this so much when it comes to health, when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to combating disease that we have out there, inflammation is key. If you could get the body to reduce its inflammation around its cells, then all of a sudden your hormones could get into the cells. It could burn fat. It could feel good. And this right here, the olive oil that you produce, not all olive oil, but the one that you produce helps the body reduce inflammation. So if you're following the keto diet, It's about reducing inflammation. If you could just add this into the mix, it will be such a boost for your health. And that's what we focus on here, health first. And it's all about inflammation. That's why I love this. Not to mention it tastes so good and all the work you put into it and everything that you just explained, but it's doing the goal of reducing inflammation, which is the key for achieving a healthy life. So we actually worked out a deal for keto campers, which I talk about, uh, to get a $39 bottle. For one buck. And uh, I actually... I have a domain. Can I share my domain with them?
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, it would be best because I'd love to, you know, track uh, how many people like I'm the goal of this uh, is to get we educate palettes, right? We're on a mission We're educating palettes. So if you subscribe for the small club, it's 250 ml is your sample bottle. If you join the large club, typically you get a 500 ml bottle. Um, You know, it always depends on what we have in stock. But ideally, this is what you Get. So I have set up a special URL for just your Keto Camp listeners, and that's getfresh37.com. Getfresh37.com. We'll be able to track the people and how much impact we're able to have because, you know, it's taking time to do interviews like this and getting the word out that's really changing. The world of olive oil, and and you know it's very exciting to have people like you who are educating people. These polyphenols, uh, actually, w- what you're saying. A scientist was visiting Sicily. He was actually studying ibuprofen. He, he was a researcher in ibuprofen field. Okay. He visited Sicily, and he realized that olive oil, the fresh oil he tasted, had the same like pinching bitter effect that ibuprofen did. So he decided when he he took a bottle of fresh oil home and he identified a compound in fresh oil that is the same as ibuprofen It's very much akin to ibuprofen. So a lot of my members who skew older use it for inflammation, like for cooling arthritis, you know and in general inflammation. So there's the brain health element with the healthy fat and the antioxidants. There's the the gut biome, which is with fresh olive oil is incredible, incredible benefit to the gut biome and also inflammation and cell all the way down to the cellular level. But a lot of my members, because they are older, they see, you know, miraculous results on the Inflammation-reducing properties of the oil, so it's like you don't get the side effects that you do with ibuprofen. And look, it's if you have a major, you know, consult your doctor, of course. But you know, this has been used for many, many, many centuries in cultures to help them heal heal their bodies. So, I yeah, I, I, I like that you appreciate the antioxidant side of it, and you know, want to help your your keto uh, campers control inflammation because this is like it's a hack. I mean, this is essentially, it's a shortcut, you know, it's really easy. And I think if there's like, you know, one major change, like one small step you could take in addition to the other steps you you're taking in a mission to do keto and then General health. So this is a really easy one to do that you'll, you'll become a fanatic, you know, just like we are, you'll get your pressing report. You'll want to read the tasting notes. You're going to get inspired in the kitchen because really healthy food should be super simple. Like you don't have to overcomplicate it. So many people do. And as a professional chef, like people ask like, oh, what do you make at home? And I'm like, you know, usually I roast something really yummy. You know, I steam or or roast uh, in the oven some really nice vegetables and I drizzle it all with fresh pressed olive oil. Like I'm just keep it simple and let the ingredients shine. You don't really have to get overly complicated in the kitchen to eat, to eat healthy food.
0: Right on. I love that advice. And so Keto Campers, if you're listening, if you're watching right now, uh, the website is getfresh37.com. I'll put that in the notes of this podcast in the YouTube video and the Keto Camp Academy members who are watching this right now. Getfresh37.com. You're going to get a $39 bottle for just one buck so you could experience everything that we just talked about that we were experiencing here. You're going to fall in love with it I highly recommend you swap out your oils for this oil. And that's one swap right there that'll go a long way. Use this during a fast. If you want to keep that fast going, you take a shot of it like TJ is doing right now. And it'll (laughs) calm down ghrelin. At least it does for myself. So go to getfresh37.com. TJ, I want to acknowledge you and your entire team and Megan for all the cool work that you guys are doing. I mean, you've been really diligent with your research. You travel to these locations. You do all the work. So somebody like me could just get the olive oil shipped to my door, but there's so much that goes behind it that I don't even see, but you shared some of it today. So I want to say thank you for doing your research. Thank you for making the best olive oil, the best oil, period. That I've ever come across, man. And I had a really good time on this podcast. You really shared some great knowledge, and I think they thank got a you. lot from it. So I want to say well, thank you.
1: <laughs> you're very welcome, and thank you so much for getting the word out and helping us with our mission. You know, the small family farmers I work with—they're just so appreciative of the work that we do. You know, usually these are reserved for their community, their family, and friends. And when we come along to say, "Hey, can you make a couple thousand liters of this?" They're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, I've got real appreciators." I would just love to have this in the US. So anyway, I, I appreciate you. And, and it you know uh, goes all the way back to the, the small family farmer in Italy.
0: Yeah, so that's just another b- a benefit right there. You're supporting local farmers and, and these small family farming. So I love it. So thank you, TJ. I had cool. a great time with you today. Awesome. Thank you again. Well, all right, Keto campers, I had a lot of fun recording that with TJ. I hope you got a lot of information regarding olive oil. And let me know if we do that olive oil test at home. Send me a message on Instagram, and I want to know if you did it. And I want to know if your olive oil passed or failed that test. Again, screenshot this on Instagram or on your phone. Post it on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at TheBenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. And if you want to get that $39 bottle of the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club for one buck, head over to getfresh37.com. That's www.getfresh37.com. Check out the notes and resources of this episode in the podcast notes section. Rachel puts that all together for you. So you have all the links, all the resources, all the timestamps that you need. And this video version, the video version of this interview is on the KetoCamp YouTube channel in case you want to rewatch that or share it with a friend. Head over to YouTube.com slash KetoCamp and you can watch the video version of this interview and you can watch the live taste test as well on there. Last thing I want to leave you with is this. If you have not left the KetoCamp podcast a rating or review, please do so right now as this episode comes to an end. It really makes a big difference for the show to help reach more people. So please do that, and I thank you in advance. I appreciate you listening to this entire episode through. You'll hear me on the next one.